This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm Smitty. It's time to talk Antonio Gibson walking into 2021, but this this video is going to be a little different than other videos. A little bit over 24 hours ago, Dr. Jesse Morris and myself went on and recorded a video segment on Antonio Gibson, and we talk him up. We love him. To the moon. Like AMC-type moon. That news breaks today as I'm editing the footage. A little bit of breaking news here today. Not good news coming out of Washington from a beat writer in Washington that Antonio Gibson has said that the toe injury, quote unquote, that forced him to miss two games last year has lingered through the start of the offseason. He said he's been rehabbing and he's able to make the cuts he needs to, but it's something he'll have to monitor moving forward. Not good news. So rather than redo everything, I want you to see the original video i'm gonna start playing the video and i'm gonna pause it and jump in and out and interject and tell you how i feel now with today's news versus before the news broke washington we have a problem let's break it down the fantasy football show begins now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. This next guy, Gibson, is a very interesting case. The reason he's even on here, because I don't know that he has like a big injury concern. It's more so like predictive here. Like this is a guy that had, I believe, 33 carries at the college level. I believe he had something around like 37 receptions at the college level literally in the 30s in both category no real proven track record at all at wide receiver or running back comes into washington proves to be a potential workhorse at least how we define camara as a workhorse you know a uh, uh, even load of of both pass and run the concern here is he doesn't have a proven track record to shoulder the abuse that a starting running back you know undertakes at the nfl level so as mentioned at the top of the video, there, there's a problem. There's a problem. The toe has not completely healed, but Gibson's saying he can make cuts, but it, he's going to have to monitor it. Now, what do we do? I don't think we drop this guy out of, of, of the top three rounds, but we most certainly got to look at safer options now in that round two area. You've got A.J. Brown. You've got Justin Jefferson, who could be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. You got to take guys like that that could be the number one players at their position before you take Gibson. I don't think everybody needs to overreact to this news until we have more. Reacting is appropriate. I'll let the interview continue a little bit. Then I'm going to tell you what Dr. Jesse Moore said today versus what he's about to say right now. What concerns do you have about Gibson at all? Do you think he's worthy of a top 15 overall pick, which is about where you'll want to take him if you want to go running back in the second round and and he's sitting there? What are your thoughts on Gibson? I would draft him over all but probably seven running backs. 
Again, that was over 24 hours ago, well over, and this is what Dr. Jesse Moore said to me today, just uh, a couple hours ago. I'm going to say that it is not too late for him to have surgery, and this injury is a very high risk for re-injury, so if he does not have surgery, I am quite concerned that he could easily re-injure it and miss several games in the 2021 season. So as it stands right now, I'm going to be fading Gibson. For me, Miles Sanders or Antonio Gibson? Give me Gibson. Miles. I'm Miles. How do I feel about that now? Do I still feel like Gibson is better than than Miles Sanders by a mile? Maybe not a mile, but I still do because Gibson falls into the third round and where I draft Sanders is not in the third round. I don't care if Miles Sanders has the ability to become a third rounder. I'm not spending third round draft capital on Miles Sanders when I like Mahomes or Clyde Edwards-Alaire or CD Lamb, who probably goes in the fourth round, but Lamb will climb into the third round in in August across the board. But I still feel, even with the risk, because it's not like Gibson's out right now. He's telling you he's gonna have to monitor it. He can still make the cuts he needs to make. He's not out for the year. There's no news breaking that says Gibson is out or Gibson is having surgery late and won't be ready for camp. We just know that that it's still bothering him. And how many times have we seen this before in fantasy football where something like this comes out, literally three weeks later, a player says, yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. I'm not saying it'll play out that way. I'm saying we have to package in risk, but I'm not moving him down below Miles Sanders, who I think has all of the injury risk you don't want to begin with. And now a situation where Kenny Gainwell comes in and becomes a potential PPR threat. And I, I still don't trust the Eagles, even with a new coaching staff, that they're going to give Miles Sanders all the work. We don't know. I'm pumping the brakes on Miles Sanders. And even though I'm pumping the brakes just a little bit on Gibson, a little pitter patter, I'm not slamming on the brakes. I'm not. He's still a third rounder to me. Sanders is not. I'm ridiculously high on Eckler this year, so there's not many guys that I would take over him, to be honest with you. Um, let's hit, hit Eckler on the next show then, because that'll be a good one. I love Eckler. I, 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 there's so many things going for him this year, but but so Eckler is, uh, I would take Eckler over Gibson, but I, w- I, would, I would draft both, put it that way. Now, now you start getting tricky. Swift. Hmm. Mate. I would I would probably go for the offensive potential of Gibson, but there are a lot of factors into into Swift that you know that you like. I just I think Gibson has higher upside and maybe a higher floor. That's probably why I would lean him there. And again, the high ceiling and low floor is still there. There's new risk that we've introduced to the equation, but but don't don't knock him down too far. Um you know, and then you start, you know, it's, there's a lot of moving parts for the rest of the guys. You know, there's there's a lot of fluff everywhere. I mean, like, eh, Arizona, not really interested. Cam Akers, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Gibson is 6'2", 220. Okay. That's not a, that's not a little dude. You know, to give you an idea, Michael Thomas, we're going to talk about in a minute, is 6'3", 212. Okay, so he's he's bigger than Michael Thomas. He's a big kid. He had a bad injury. Turf toe. Very, very painful injury. That is very hard to run on, especially as a running back. I mean, you saw what happened 
to Patrick Mahomes. It's the same injury. It's a rough injury. But in 14 games, he was fantastic. He was much better than advertised, in my opinion. You know, he didn't rush for a, a ton of yards, okay? But he averaged 4.7 yards a clip. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. 11 touchdowns is probably a little fluky. Um, I would love for him to get 40, 50 targets. You know, like like catches, maybe more, obviously more targets than that. Um, I love their offense. I think their offense has loads of potential. Assuming Fitzpatrick doesn't fall off a cliff and stays healthy. Um, defense you keeps know, him in the games and in, in scoring position. I, I love I love Gibson. You know, F1 is there. I, you know, Samuel's now there. Diami Brown, I think it's how it's pronounced. That kid is going to be special. They still have, you know, they got Humphreys, they got Gandy Golden, they have Thomas. I mean, they have a lot of they have a lot of options. But I think the offense is going to run through Gibson. Yeah, I agree. You know, the, the passing is there, but I think when you think of running backs, it will be Gibson, and then every once in a while you see McKissick or Barber or Miller. But I think it's it's Gibson until proven otherwise, and that's why I like him. Okay. I'm not worried about injuries. Not worried about track record. I mean, we can't really predict anything. We don't know if he would hold no. up, held up in college if he yeah, used I more. Mean, so, all right. This I, next I, one's a real. So far, I haven't seen any red flags for okay. from what I've read. Uh, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of history, but that's okay. I, I don't mind history. He's he's an athlete and he's talented, and we saw that last year. And, and they know how to use him, so they're not going to necessarily right. run him into the ground. He's going to get a good mix of, of run, pass, uh, workload, yeah. spread out. And I think this is a good point, that, that Washington won't overwork him. So if he is struggling a little bit with uh, recovering from this injury, which could linger a little bit into camp, and maybe he's healthy by, by week one, we do know that if it does linger a little bit, he doesn't get overworked. So I have less concern of Gibson getting pushed to his limit and, and re-injuring uh, the toe than I do other players. It's still a concern, but but the volume and the way they use him could help protect him and support him and keep him healthy. So something to think about if we do hear, hey, he's getting better, almost 100% roll him out there. The chance of getting hurt again, I feel, is lower given the way they use them and and when you when you pepper a guy with targets you, you run them 10 11 times here that i'm not I mean, worried he reminds about. me of camara he yeah. really does it, it's it's camara gibson if you had to talk about that kind of running back that's the order you know and those yeah. are two running i mean eckler's up there too i mean i think maybe he's a little smaller but who who eckler i mean i, I kind of oh, get that same vibe right yeah. we'll talk about that one that'll be an interesting one on, on the next show but um Let's see. Etn was an Etn could also be that kind of player. In conclusion, I'm going to tell you don't don't run away from Gibson in 2021. Don't reach for him either. I think reaching now appears to be in the second round. We need to accept that. We need to adjust and adapt and use the information we have to make smart decisions, not overreact and make over exaggerated uh, decisions. So I'm putting them right below Clyde edwards alaire who tends to get drafted right around 3.5 and for me that's below all the guys that i think could be the number one wide receiver in fantasy football um i even throw lamb above gibson clyde Najee harris mahomes but and you can disagree with me all you want i'm still drafting gibson over deandre swift i'm still taking gibson at like super high-end running back two value and i'm just willing to take on 
the risk that's packaged now into third round value. I will adjust and adapt as more information comes out, so know that, and I most certainly will keep you updated. Catch all my content at smitty1.com. Join me every Tuesday and Thursday here on the Fantasy Football Show on the YouTube channel. We are live from 5 to 7 p.m. every single Tuesday and Thursday. And get my text message service at heysmitty.com. I'll text you. You and I can work on trade offers. Whatever you want, just get it at heysmitty.com. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty! Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. 